0: Going on everybody. Welcome to the 2020 season of the Business League. I didn't think we were going to get here, but here we are. Week 1 is in the books. How's it going, John?
1: I am doing well. This is 1 and 0. John Baker, I had not lose week 1. Played in, uh the fresh prince of Hilaire himself. Mr. seven draft picks in the first round on top of his two keepers still lost week 1 to me. 1-0, John Baker, Victor over Marascio.
0: Yeah, I'm sitting here at one and, uh, 1-0 and as well. A couple week one victors always feels good, especially taking out a, a playoff team from last year. But NFL season's back. The Business League is back in action, and we're here to go over week one, go over what we think of everyone's teams, and preview week two, talk about our first waiver wire.
1: Yeah, man. You know what? This is uh, really nice for me to get here and talk about the fantasy league because the Cleveland Browns, once again, were ass cheeks in their matchup against the Ravens. So talking about anything besides the Browns pumps me up.
0: Sounds good. Uh, Well, why don't we go into – we'll start with your matchup. Uh, Picks one and two in the draft going off week one. Let's talk about your big win over the Fresh Prince of Hell Air.
1: Yeah, man. I had a nice week. How about Mr. Devontae Adams? I wasn't even sure if I was going to keep him. I was worried about how the Packers offense was going to look, but uh, glad I did.
0: You know, for all the – it goes to all the talk about the Packers, it seems like, was because they drafted Jordan Love in the first round. Like, that's all you really heard about, and you kind of ignore the fact that it's still Aaron Rodgers and he's not washed up. This is a team that went to the NFC Championship game last year, and – they came out on fire.
1: Yeah, dude, my receivers—I uh, mean, just the Packers were great, but I mean, my receivers in general carried the week for me. I think because my rece- my running backs were not good.
0: Yeah, but it was uh, I'm happy to have the
1: win. I mean, um, I actually didn't have a bad week by any stretch of the imagination, but I got him
0: Yeah, no, I think uh, I think things swung really well in your favor. The the news that Miles Sanders wasn't going to play in Week One. Um, obviously, uh, a big hurt on ratio lineup there as one of his keepers. Uh, he went with Jordan Howard. Can't say I would have made that same move, but I mean, he got saved by that plot like one yard touchdown for that, for him. But, uh,
1: what were you thinking you would have done?
0: Uh, if I was in his spot, I think I would have went up. I think I would have put in Dobbins. Come on. Is that a results-based thinking though? No. No, I told it, he I texted him during the game and said that you should have played Dobbins. Really? I'm just. Not a, I'm not a fan of Jordan Howard. I th- think he's washed.
1: You wouldn't have put in on Johnson. Uh,
0: you know, I'd have just realized he was sitting on the bench. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: over like a play carry on over another rookie. I mean, I think I would have put on in if I was him. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm unfortunately I I do own Carryon Johnson in my dynasty league and and yeah. did start him. So yeah. Never mind, I, I actually didn't see him the rookie squad: there. Edwards, Hilaire, uh, Dobbins, Ruggs, Burrow. Yeah, he's definitely yeah, heavy focus on the rookies in the draft. Uh, great wide receiver core, but as you say, you know, it's it's how these rookies kind of shake out, I think, is going to tell the story of his season.
1: I mean, some people call them rookies. Others call them amateurs. Maybe the his team name could be Amateur Hour. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I like that. You you have to you have to like too, yeah, very a lot of production on your bench. I mean, Naheem Hines obviously getting a big boost. Robbie Anderson had that big play. Get yeah, stats out no, of John Brown. It's, it's
1: nice to look at now knowing that I got the win, but if I lost, I would have been so pissed. This is true. I don't think I would have put any I think the only guy I might have put in would have been uh John Brown in my flex.
0: Yeah, I think I'm looking at your lineup, I think you pretty much optimized it. I mean no one knew anyone was gonna go off like they did yeah uh and you know I was high on James White too I figured he'd get a was surprised he didn't get as many catches as I expected he would get but I guess in that game they just basically ran pretty much all day with Cam Newton so.
1: so they're playing from out front too I don't know if it was a game that like required them to do a lot of give them give him a lot of looks
0: so I'll cover this while we're talking about your, you know, your matchup with Muratio. I I know that you traded off your first round pick. Um, revisionist history. Let's say you go back and you have that number two pick. Who was your guy after Hilaire?
1: Uh, ooh. you know, to be honest with you, I don't know because since I never had it leading into draft season, I never really looked. Fair enough. Is that fair? <laughs> fair yeah, fair enough. Fair I did. I didn't, I didn't want to like cloud any of my my pre-draft thoughts uh what's just yeah you know what have could have should have what i get right, it what could have should have this stuff that just doesn't matter doesn't impact what would have happened for me i i, I honestly after uh edwards i don't even know who was there because i like that that's how little i looked at that front end of the draft
0: who did he take uh he took george kittle with that pick uh. yeah top tight end on the board as of draft time with Kelsey already being kept um yeah. look to lock down that position and I think he's you know he's got some questions there if he's gonna be able to play this week so Titans are tough mine sucks. I thought Ingram was gonna be good. He blows <laughs> I think he yeah. spent like forty eight
1: dollars on OJ Howard
0: <laughs> Yeah we'll talk about that in waivers you know tight ends I gotta hope that Higby's for real now.
1: Yeah. But yeah, good week for me. Happy to win. Whatever you won too. That's nice. Way I to go. did.
0: I, you know, I was set up for a very close matchup with Gold Standard. Uh, I came out on top somewhat comfortably. Uh, I think that my team pretty much came out. You know, Calvin Ridley had the big game. He kind of turned it on in garbage time. No one else really stood out. I mean, Saquon Barkley's game was pretty embarrassing when you figure that he was outrushed by uh, Ben Roethlisberger. (laughs) I think he had like one, you know, I mean, I think it's more of an attribute to how nasty the Steelers defense Mm -hmm. is this year, who's also on my roster. So uh, good to see that. But hopefully, uh, hopefully that changes. Kind of rolled the dice in the draft going wide receiver heavy, but uh, happy to see Kareem Hunt. I mean, got more, got more, uh, Seem to get more touches and rushing yards than Nick Chubb. So yeah, buddy. Big all,
1: Thursday night matchup tomorrow night too. Let's go.
0: I'm all for that. I am all for that.
1: All in on Kareem Hunt, baby. Well, I'll be looking forward to your Cleveland Rocks dance
0: before the match tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully they can get it done. Um, looking at Gold Standards Week, uh, you know, really good, ma- really good uh, performance from Adam Thielen. But pretty much when you look at it, you know, we kind of had. Pretty much the same stats. The big difference being Mark Ingram putting up in a pretty brutal 29 rush yard uh, first game in a game that they, you know, rocked Cleveland. You would think he would have done a little bit better than that, but that seems to be the big difference in the matchup.
1: Yeah, how about it? You won by 17, but when, you know, on each side you factor out Ridley, you factor out Thielen, you guys were like almost
0: identical outside of maybe it was that Ingram clunker that did it. Yeah, going into it I, I was I was happy Thursday night you know I thought I was getting getting off really easy with Tyree Hill having a quiet game I think he think he caught a touchdown towards the end that kind of saved his week but uh yeah pretty pretty even matchup but as we say you know always good to get the get a win and get wins when you can
1: um, yeah, and I look at the benches too and I think that uh gold standard didn't really have much else going for him I mean that, no, Mike, I think, that Mike Evans injury sure sucks
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, he did play, he did get, you know, he did get a touchdown, but I don't think he was going to, I think all of his other receivers kind of outpaced that. So.
1: Yeah. Big story, the um, benches though, maybe rest in peace to uh, two of your key pieces there,
0: Mack and Jarwin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't call them key pieces, but I did draft them. I, I thought, I thought Mac was still going to have a role. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jonathan Taylor. I think, you know, I was just kind of trying to, Get some guys who could, you know, play at running back, obviously, with the strategy that I went with. Do you want to um, trade for
1: Naheem Hines?
0: No, nah, I'm okay. Why not? <laughs> uh I don't really have anything else to give up right now. <laughs> oh boy. Well, no. Yeah, it's definitely sucks to lose Jarwin. I had you know a lot of high hopes for him this year with the with Dallas hoping to pass a little bit more and Jason Witten taking his talents to Las Vegas, so uh, was rough to watch that. I knew from watching the game. I mean, it was one of those injuries you saw where you're just like, yeah, he's done. Yeah,
1: you know, I didn't, I didn't see it happen, but I heard that it was like non-contact, and then once he went, you were like, oh boy, this is this is not going to be good.
0: Yeah, when you see it, when you see a leg move like that, you know it's not great. Ish, bummer. But that's week one, kind of a you know stock matchup between us with. Each of us having someone that went off and just a couple more points and spots on my all, side. It's all takes, dog. Absolutely. Well, where do you want to head to next?
1: I want to talk about Fami
0: and Cake. Wow. Yeah, a big high-scoring matchup in this one. Slugfest. Absolute slugfest.
1: That one, I mean, there's one at the bottom of, the, of my list here too, but uh, Fahmy yeah, coming this,
0: back in a, in a big way. Yeah, this one was interesting. I mean, I look at the scores, and uh, I, Cakes receivers stick right out to me. All three of his combining for five catches for 28 yards, I think, is the story of why he took the L in this <laughs> that, one. That killed him,
1: yeah. Fami's worst receiver was had more than the three of them combined. Man, Beckham, what a bad week he had off the field and on the field, huh? Oh, man. Talk about a <laughs> shitty week. Ish, man. He, he was just supposed to oh. be – must be pooped from all the press he's received.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully he turns things around for uh, for Cake's sake and for your sake, both Browns fans. So yeah, no that doubt. one's got to hurt twice as hard for Cake.
1: Yeah, it's kind of the rough thing about drafting guys on your own team because if, if they stink, it, it hurts twice. Exactly. It's like a double stab in the heart. Yeah, a lot of bright spots though. I mean, Kelsey is the keeper, you know, really proved his worth And those running backs. Man, I don't know if there was a running back tandem in the league that did as well as Jones and Mostert did combined.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Looking at the other side, I, I know Josh Jacobs had like a monster week, but yeah, the James Connor injury definitely hurt Fami's upside on that one. Obviously, he didn't need him for the win, but um, you know, every point matters, I guess. You won't always have your your optimal points, yeah. so it, it sucks to see that. But the the one thing I saw when I was taking a look at Fami's roster is he loaded up on like handcuffed running backs. He's got a lot of lottery tickets. Uh, he did well in getting Benny and drafting Benny Snell. Uh, but I think also he has Daryl Williams. He has Chase Edmonds. He has both Jacksonville running backs. Uh, you know, he's just kind of, he's what, you know, kind of hoping there's injuries and in spots where these guys could go from. Yeah. yeah it's, you it's know,
1: that's fine and dandy for the first four weeks, but then when bye weeks start kicking in and you need viable options. Might cause some problems, I think, for his roster. But uh, hey, he's one and zero. So was he the highest scoring team in the league? Yeah, yeah. I believe he.
0: I believe he took the crown this week. Top of the league, the flying V. Is that because of Will Fuller? I think so. So he's actually the flying V. Yes.
1: Yeah. I don't see any. I don't see.
0: I don't see Charlie Conway and Fulton Reed on there, so I don't think it's a Mighty Ducks Mm -hmm. reference.
1: Well, the best Mighty Ducks news we've received in a long time is that. Goldberg actor uh, is no longer on meth, and now has teeth again.
0: It's good. This is true. A close second is the uh, Sean Weiss
1: is his name, right?
0: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Close. Close second is they. They just restarted production on the uh, the reboot TV series that's no. going to be on Disney Plus, no, just let it uh, die. starring Emilio Estevez. Ah. Uh. So. Well, you know that's what Disney does. They they can't come up with their own creative ideas, so they just got to go back into the vault and 20 years later reinvent it. So
1: I'd rather pay see. $30 for the advanced release of Mulan. Oh, bro, unreal!
0: I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait two or three months when it comes out for free. Yeah, I think I think I'll do the same. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, pretty good matchup. Obviously, like we talked about, receivers put up duds, but. I, I think they're, you know, all of them are pretty solid receivers. I think Miko Hardman's one of those guys. I think you're, he's going to be frustrating to own. Mm-hmm. Uh, one week he'll probably have like a 40-point game. The next week he'll have, you know, one catch for six yards. So
1: Yeah. Just I think Kirk kinda... might be the same too. There's going to be a lot of mouths to feed in Arizona. I just picked up Larry Fitzgerald today. Old man time himself. Hey, he's, he's, he could be a
0: league winner. You never know.
1: Yeah, we'll see. <laughs>
0: Um, next on my list, I have is the matchup with Cerveza Express and Steve Johnson. Pretty close one, this one too.
1: Yeah, was. Well, geez, not even uh, ten points between them. What do you think? Quick glance, the big variable, Carson
0: Wentz. Uh yeah, yeah, definitely uh, not the not the performance. You know, he was hoping to get there. Uh, I think the big one. You know, I kind of look at these and I don't see. You know, there's not that monster game from anyone i guess you look at you know Camara missed that got that touchdown called back at the end of the game that would have given him a a 30 point game close to um just uh i mean god it's about an eight point difference and that seems to be the difference between the kickers
1: yeah true wow damn bucker and fairbairn Kaimi fairbairn as uh they'd say in red zone
0: yeah uh the close matchup looking at each Fair team, I, I liked uh I liked Zach's draft a lot I think he's got really good a really good starting crew and I think he has good depth too um I wasn't the biggest I'm not the biggest fan of devin Singletary, but uh you know he seemed to perform all right uh you like, team
1: you like Rick Moss yes is that
0: yeah Moss
1: that was Zach Moss, but Rick Ross, Zach Moss. Come on, play along.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I think by the end of the year, I think he could end up taking over that starting role, but they also could very well just share it as well. Uh, it'll be interesting to see there. Uh, what are your thoughts on his squad?
1: Um, you're
0: right. I like the
1: depth. There's a lot of guys that I think could be really good for him as the season goes on. You know, Swift, Jefferson. I mean, Galladay and Sutton didn't even play, but I'm sure they're going to be pretty good. He's uh, drafted himself a team where he may not have to go too far into waiver wire for bye weeks. I, I, I didn't look how, how his bye weeks line up, but you know there's some guys that I think can be pretty good for the whole season, especially Murray, too. I think that was a good draft pick to handcuff Kamara because we know if Kamara gets hurt,
0: uh, Murray's instant RB1 territory. Yeah, absolutely. I thought, it was, I thought it was a good move to pick him up, too, as well. I think Steve-O's team is pretty good. I, I thought it was smart of him to grab both of the Denver uh, running backs. They kind of said that it was going to be 50 50 who took that. I think Peyton Lindsay ended up with a case of turf toes. So um, maybe you feel a little safer having Melvin out there. Um, Like obviously like the pick of Allen Robinson out of Penn state. uh, Hopefully a a lot of chatter about him this week, but, uh, Not being happy with the Bears, I think he he took out every reference of the Bears from his social media. So take that as you will. Oh boy,
1: that's either a sign that he's going or a sign that he wants to go.
0: Yeah, I think. But did he he say that he wants to play the whole season as a Bear? I think he said that. Now I I think it's some people say. Eh, some people, don't. people aren't sure if he's trying to get traded or he wants an extension. I think his contract is up after this year, so wow. who knows what the play is. Allen Robinson
1: and picks to the Browns for Odell Beckham. Oh, wouldn't you love that? <laughs> I don't think as a Browns fan that we could get that lucky. You never know. It's
0: going to yeah. be your turn sometime. Yeah, eventually. Maybe. Uh, maybe I'll be dead when it happens. Who knows? No. They got, come on, man! They got Bruce looking down on them from above now.
1: Yeah, very true. Uh, I did not indulge in my new Bruce engraved flask, but uh, maybe, maybe tomorrow night I'll, I'll take a haunt over to the state's uh, wine and the fine wine and spirits store and see if I can fill that flask.
0: Oh man, if if the Browns end up winning, it's just bad news for you because that means you got to hit that flask every Sunday then.
1: It's actually Thursday, so uh, it might, might, might be a Thursday night tradition.
0: Well, no, 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 no. I mean afterwards. If it works tomorrow. Oh, no, true. On future Sundays, you're going to be hitting. I have to hit that yeah. flask. We'll see.
1: I'll, I'll be hitting it for one reason or another.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: But, yeah, i looking at Steve-O's team. I think he's got a good team. I just don't know if I'm particularly fond of his running backs. Uh, I mean, Gordon had a good week, but. Top to bottom, I'm not sure there's, like, good depth there. Just from my read on on players. Yeah, I kind that of guy, agree. That I'd be
0: happy to have on my squad. Probably yeah, don't have a thing for any
1: of his running backs, to be
0: honest. It'd be interesting to see what he does between Rodgers and Wentz uh, as the season goes on. I don't know how their schedules line up, but... There are two, I think, serviceable fantasy quarterbacks could be make for tough decision-making
1: week to week. Yep, yep. Well, what do I know? I came in uh, what a dead last last year, a second to last. So, <laughs> I am I am not the authority on that
0: for sure. All right. I think next we'll take it to Love You PD's win over Trust the Process.
1: All right. So we got a team with Love You PD and J Will in the picture. So I look at the name, and oh, it's actually Gula. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you got to love it. And that's in his picture. I actually think I know that chick on the left. J. Well's right. Yeah. Uh, I'll leave the name out for the sake of the publication, but I do believe I have a positive ID
0: on that female. Well, the other girl is J. Well's one of J. Well's sisters. Okay.
1: So I've never met her, but (laughs) yep. Anyway, uh,
0: back at the ranch. Here we are. Yeah, big, big week for Raw, Pretty rough week for Carl's team. Carl, brutal.
1: Well, Carl's going to go 0-5 and then go uh, 8-0 to finish the regular season.
0: Yeah, it, it'll be interesting if he follows. That would basically be how the uh, well, the season kind of went for him last year, where he was selling players and then buying players and then coming up short right at the end.
1: Yeah, I like Carl's team, though. It's, that's the thing. is like He had his ass beat bad and, and – even outside of the margin of loss i just i i like pretty much his whole roster <laughs> they
0: just all had bad weeks yeah i think uh definitely rough. the michael thomas news is going to be rough anytime you lose your one of your keepers and one of you know obviously one of the top receivers in the league that's going to hurt but
1: yeah i was just listening to something today where they were th- they were talking about you know, it could be a multi-week thing when he's going to try and go if he can, but do they just hold him out because it's so early? And it's just not one of those situations that you probably want to
0: be in so early See, in season two. I, I thought it was interesting. I, I actually saw an article that said if he misses a few weeks, it makes the team overall better because it makes someone else in that receiving core have to step up in his spot. I don't know if I really agree with that. I guess that kind of kind of depends on what they do record-wise, but – Look at them last year, you know, when Breeze got hurt, was it week 1 or 2 and he had to miss a couple weeks. I think they went 5 and 0 in his absence. I guess we'll see re- record-wise how it goes. But yeah, I, I agree. I like Carl's roster a lot too. I think there's I think he's, you know, he depend depending on some things to happen like what's going to happen with that situation with the Rams running backs uh but he's got some good guys on the bench, I think with the quarterback. You know, he's got the uh, the Brady Newton combo there. Uh, he will be able to figure out who to play on on that one each week. I'll say it, on the other side, uh, I like Gula's team too. I think, obviously, I know as, as anyone in, who was in the draft knows, Gula went very heavy at running back early <coughs> in the draft.
1: Fami pump.
0: Yeah, he was a little he was a little bitter about that Antonio Gibson pick there, trying to. Yeah, trying to look ahead and, and figure out what people are going to do. <laughs> but, uh, you know, at the same time, if you really wanted the guy, he probably could have taken him right before Gula picked. So that's it um, will be interesting to see to see what he does there. But I definitely think, you know, as as the year goes on, anyone looking for a running back is probably going to be want to be FaceTiming Mr. Gula and inquiring FaceTime only. No texts, no emails, only FaceTime so you can look each other in the eye. Exactly. Look into Look into his soul. Unreal. (laughs) But yeah, I, I uh, I do think, you know, it kind of, it kind of lines up. Obviously you go so heavy at running back. I'm not a huge fan of his receivers, but like I said, I think he can probably look to remedy that at some point if he wants to.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I'm not particularly a fan myself,
1: but I mean, what am I to say about that? They all had, I mean, Allen's the best one there, the starters. But the other two had the best games,
0: definitely. And we'll see. You know, you, you never know what Sammy Watkins is going to show up each week either. I think he's pretty good
1: as long as he stays healthy. That's just such a big question mark. It's like a risky draft pick. But
0: uh... I, think I saw. I think I saw not a not an owner of him, and haven't been in a while. But I think it's one of those I read on Twitter during the Thursday night game, like, you know, calm your jets on Sammy Watkins. He usually always has like a monster game week one. Look
1: at Turf Tall in practice and then Duncan. And then up.
0: follows it up with a bunch of like duds afterwards. So Yeah. We'll see how that goes. And that brings us to the final matchup that we'll talk about this week, a rematch of the championship game from twenty nineteen with Petulant Urban and Red Solo Cup. Wow,
1: Pete Opposite getting a results. little revenge. Did you
0: make that the week one matchup? No, this was uh, this was all done. You know, right after the draft finishes, we hit that simulate or randomize button once, and and that's what comes out. The gods yeah, uh, smiled favorably upon us. Yeah, you gotta, you know, after the uh, after Pete kind of ran roughshod on the league last year, and then came up short in the title game. I bet his eyes were pretty happy when he saw he got a shot at Johnny week one. Yeah, yeah that's very true. Man, that uh, looks like that Gronk start hurt Jay Will. Yeah, J. Will went pretty heavy draft wise and the uh, he really bought into that Tampa Bay offense. And and we'll see that how that comes out. That that might be, you know, looking at the just looking at the matchups. That's the that's the big thing that stands out. We had a couple kind of things that canceled out. I thought it was interesting while you know watching this game unfold uh, Monday night. I think Pete had a couple of guys between the two Monday night games going up against Jael who had Juju, and it was you know Juju had a great game, and I think Deontay Johnson had a, a negative yard like negative points for the majority of the game until the fourth quarter. So I think Pete was sw- had to sweat this out a little bit and needed some needed some just a little bit from who Smith to come out on top. Yeah, true. And who got that TD. Oh, was that it? Was so Pete was losing going into that last game. Going into yeah, going into the Tennessee game, I think Pete was down about he needed about three or four points. Oh my from god! Josh. To what have to ju- stay
1: up and watch a game that starts at quarter after ten is agonizing.
0: Uh, very true. I think I'm pretty sure John who got some of that work done early-ish in the game and Pete is on the central time zone so he's got the benefit of an extra hour that the rest of us don't have
1: I watched zero snaps
0: I watched the whole game <laughs> you did nice I did yeah I thought it was ah oh, man it was I felt so bad Stephen Goskowski talk about like just a terrible week one your first week with a new team you leave 10 points on the board as the kicker I, uh, I, I actually thought like End of the game there where they – they you know, he finally did make the game-winning kick. I really thought they were just going to go for the touchdown. I mean it was like fourth and one. I'm just like – I saw a funny meme
1: that – what did the meme say? It said he was better in New England because he's a system kicker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. I like that one. But, it had you know, it goes – you're watching that as he – you know, he finally leaves New England. Belichick lets him go. And, uh, and then he, you know, misses like the first – Four kicks of his career hey, out cool. there on his new team. It's like you have to wonder. It's you wonder if Belichick really knew all along. But God, you gotta you gotta feel for the guy because if he may, if he misses that last kick to win the game, uh, he's probably finding his way his own way back home from Denver. Browns fan here.
1: Uh, I don't feel bad for him. <laughs>
0: he yeah he probably actually could have come and worked for you guys. We've already ran the uh, situation. Yeah, I was just gonna bring that up. Um, but yeah, anyway, going back after the, uh, Monday night tirade, um, I, you know, looking at both these teams, I, I like Karj's team a lot. It's hard to he, you know, when you start out with McCaffrey and Dalvin cook as your keepers, it's hard to put together a roster to say that you wouldn't like, but, um, I thought he did a pretty good job. You know, he picked up that extra first round pick, uh, trading away the rights to Josh Jacobs before the draft. Uh, which obviously, you know, helps him out a ton.
1: Yeah, you I know, think, I'm looking uh, at Pete's roster here myself, and I, uh, I'm i looking at what I think, especially on his bench, are a lot of speculative ads. Not guys that I'm convinced are going to be really good for the season, but could be. Um, yeah, what I do saw I know, a lot, again?
0: I saw a lot of guys, uh, a lot of receivers, like, that I would consider like kind of that were on everyone's sleeper list, like Slayton Sims, Paris Campbell. Uh, he had he picked up Malcolm Brown, uh, which, you know, sitting on the bench, he had the 26 points, but you no know, one really knows what's going to go on with that situation. I think last year he had the best week, week one out of the Rams running backs and didn't really carry out throughout the year. So, but I mean, when you got McCaffrey, Cook and Gurley, up there starting already maybe you don't need him to turn out
1: yeah it could be a night could be a nice one to to sit on and see how it develops i mean there's no question if if brown was on the waiver wire he would likely have gotten some of the most uh fab bucks overnight
0: oh for sure yeah he definitely would have probably been the top priority uh what do you think of the champs roster
1: I think the champ's roster is definitely a roster. Uh, <laughs> I mean, his keepers were so boss. I mean, Lamar and Zeke, you know, he's going to be, be pretty decent. Uh, I don't know about the depth. I think it's pretty top heavy on his roster though.
0: Yeah, I, I, had it, I had it, you know, marked down. He. I think he said, you know, I won the league last year. You know, what what more do I need to do? He, he was on auto draft from the ninth round afterwards. Oh, no. Well,
1: he was out of Harvey's Lake on the jet ski doing what he does or whatever he's doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I, I kind of agree with you. I think, you know, depth depth could be an issue, but, you know, he, he put together a championship run last year. What's to say he can't do it again this year? That's
1: it, man. That's why he played the games. Absolutely. So I mean, geez, even us- if Fournette gets his legs under him in Tampa Bay, right? Like, I mean, Jones, you never know how he's going to be, but he's got Fournette there too. Anthony Miller could have a great season. Um, I mean, Zeke goes down. He's protected there. So, um,
0: yeah, he definitely hand, you know, he he went out and handcuffed both of his running backs, which he, is good. He didn't he didn't let someone else grab, you know, grab one of them. And uh, we'll see how it turns out. You know, I, I think his I think his his starting receivers are pretty solid. I think I like Juju. You know, Cooper Cup is pretty solid. Diggs should be pretty good there in Buffalo. So. And if Cup goes down, he's got V uh, Jefferson
1: Jr. Van. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i never heard of him he's a he's a i think he's a rookie oh boy is he from penn state he's not from
0: penn state he's not from penn state <laughs> we'll see i think we'll see uh, i think kj Hamler is supposed to get his first action you know, penn state rookie mm. um did not go drafted in which uh you know who knows maybe he'll be the bell of the ball next week on the waiver wire
1: i was going to but i chose to take eric ebron who shit his pants anyway so so pumped
0: for that (laughs) oh there you go so uh on that smooth transition uh, let's take a look we had our first waiver wire of the season always interesting to look what happens week one Mm. um we had a, a couple competitive competitive bids we had the the big the big money getter was Corey davis out there in tennessee yeah uh carl i think went out and said this is my guy he he bought into him he's a believer and said I don't care, I'm putting my twenty one dollars, I'm getting the guy. Unfortunately for him, the eleven other teams in the league had to not have the same feelings, so expensive, but if he's your guy, I guess you gotta go out and get him. And you know what? He was uh
1: they had such a nice week one that he may have possibly injured himself. He missed practice today. Hopefully it doesn't burn those twenty one dollars that were just spent on him.
0: Oh man, I did. I did not know that. I just, I just
1: read it. I was like,
0: oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I was. telling You know, I, I drafted AJ Brown in another league pretty high, so I was watching. You know, Corey Davis grab all these targets early in the game and just started shaking my head. Like, is this the year he's finally, you know, finally going to put it together? I think this is what is like fourth or fifth year in the league, and you know, he teased us his first year and just has never developed after that. Getting me time to put up or shut up. Exactly. Uh, Carl also was the big spender on Dallas Goddard, you Dude, know, went undrafted, Goddard, uh, too. had a nice week and he, he put down the money. He beat out. Yeah. You know, I had a, you know, with Jarwin going down, I, I was looking to look into the Eagles and, and getting the tight end named Dallas, but, uh, wasn't aggressive enough.
1: You were not aggressive enough. And Carl currently has $34 left for the whole season.
0: Yeah, you spend you know, spend it while you got it. Can't take it with you, man. Exactly. Uh, tight end, you know, OJ Howard, a big, uh, big bid from team Zach Ringle, eleven bucks for OJ Howard. Again, beat me out. I wasn't as aggressive on that one either. Looks like he beat I you out as well.
1: A, I, yeah, I had a couple bucks in on that one. Uh, that Eleven was a little steep, but tight ends a tough market, so I'm not too mad about it.
0: Yeah, looking at, other than there, looks like we had a little competition between Carl and I for the services of Jarek McKinnon. And uh, looks like Moracio beat out Karch for the Los Angeles Rams defense.
1: Well, got rid of
0: those birds! Big Week One matchup against uh, the Washington football team went well. Yeah, he drafted them as Mister Irrelevant. I think he was he was expecting a little bit higher of those uh, those Eagles. <gasps> But hey, you know, I guess he, he also watched week one and said, wow, they gave, the Eagles gave up eight sacks to the Washington football team. You know, what, what are they going to give up to Aaron Donald? <laughs> Truth. Uh, then we also had a an actual rare waiver priority cart uh, award of the Arizona defense over Zach. Just a $0 waiver priority win. So, yeah, basically with fab budgeting, you know, the waiver wire order – doesn't really come into effect unless we come to where you tie for the bid, and then it does go to the waivers. So I believe Karch, you know, drafting later. Has, I think it starts in reverse order of the draft for the yeah. the waiver waiver wire order. As it should. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, a couple other a couple other bids that we had. You know, I'm, I I picked up Peyton Barber. Spent a little more than I had to, but again, with just by running back room in a in shambles just trying to catch fire somewhere yeah man i, I liked carl's pickup of marquez valdez scantling uh personally I, as i've said last year on the podcast many times i was so burnt in the past by him that i just kind of avoid him at this point uh but you know a couple bucks there no you know no one really knows who's going to come out of that offense as like the the second receiver whether it's going to be him or lazard so maybe he turns it on this year too yeah And then I uh, thought, thought it was surprising uh, Scotty Miller made it through waivers untouched and Kate grabbed him this afternoon. Um, I think Tom Brady's found maybe his new Wes Welker, Julian Edelman replacement there. And with the news I just read before recording time about Godwin being in the concussion protocol and expected to miss this week, uh, maybe a big bump up for Scotty Miller. The pride of Bowling Green. Really? Yep. I just looked. I did not know that. You little guy, five nine, one seventy four. Again, he fits. He you know, he's that new he's that new uh Julian Edelman, new Danny Woodhead. Yeah. You name it. Wes Walker, Danny Amendola. Yeah, all those guys. <laughs> I saw I actually saw Wes Welker is on the list eligible for Hall of Fame voting this year. Whoa. It kind of blew my mind. We're getting old. Yeah. Um couple other pickups, I saw Russell Gage was a name that was tossed around. You know, it's Atlanta's one of those weird teams that, I don't know if it's just because they are losing games, or they've always got that, you know, you, have, you would think with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, two big names, that they'd take up the production, but they always seem to have this guy that comes up like, you know, Mohamed Sanu in the past, and that third receiver always ends up getting production somehow. And I guess Russell Gage is that guy this year.
1: At least for week one.
0: Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens the rest of the year. Um, and then uh, I picked up Greg Olson again, just trying to fill that tight end spot, backup tight end spot. Is that Greg with one G
1: or two Gs? Uh, one G. At the beginning or end? Oh, you got me there.
0: Both. <laughs> the one at the beginning, one at the end, two total. I don't know. And there you go. And, uh, Closing out the pickups, Gold Standard went out and got Logan Thomas.
1: Well, what about about Mr. Larry Fitzgerald?
0: Well, you covered it earlier. I figured everyone already knew about that one. Fair enough. Larry Fitz, come on, man. I gave you credit. I said he could be a league winner. I thought uh, Logan (laughs) Thomas was actually a really good pickup for Gold Standard. Yeah, you know, I I think people kind of forget that we had Jordan Reed sitting there for so many years down in Washington. And uh, he's moved on. He's now in San Francisco. (laughs) I thought you were going to say in the hospital. No, no. Well, they wouldn't be a surprise, but but yeah, no, I I agree. I thought it was a pretty good pickup, too.
1: Yeah, uh, good things week one. Good matchup this week. I am expecting him to be in the lineup against me. If he's not, we'll
0: see. Currently All on the right. bench. well, why don't we go into it? We got our week week two matchups set up now. Um, God, you and gold standard projected to be in quite the tight matchup as of yeah press to be quite, time.
1: I, I do not even know what to make of it. Uh, I didn't like my kids were going actually to Buck Wild Sunday, so I didn't really watch like super like too much uh, too much of the games. so, Really don't know yeah. who's who am I expecting to stand out in week two. But I think it should be pretty even based on the projections.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I think it'll probably come down to have, having to pay attention on Monday night. Drew Brees yeah. going up against into Las Vegas. I think that's the I think that's the big opening matchup there for that new stadium out there. Traveling into Sin uh, Sin City. The big big debut. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be a tight matchup as well.
1: Yeah, I got to keep my eye on Juice and see if he plays tomorrow night. I might have to make some uh, make some shifting happen if I need to put a receiver in that
0: three slot. But uh,
1: all the makings of a of a good matchup.
0: Hey, you know, better better to have injury concerns with a player who's playing on Thursday. At least you have the whole rest of the week of uh rather than if you have to wait a guy out, like, you know, Sutton on Monday night football on the, the late Monday night game. No
1: doubt. Um, man, but if those receivers on gold standard hit, I'm in big trouble. Cause those are some like really high potential players. Hill field yeah. and Evans. I mean, God, those are all guys I can put up 25. I'm in big trouble.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see with Evans if he plays. I mean, obviously if, if Godwin can't play with the concussion protocol, uh, could be a boost for him, but if not, Scotty, look out. Well, at least you won't have to deal with Scotty in this in this week two matchup. <laughs> Very true. Uh, this I'm, I don't know, man. This one's this one's way too close to call. I mean, I think I'm sure you'll probably say that your team will be coming out victorious because it's your team.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think I, I kept the same stance last year, and it's that unless I'm projected to get really blown out and I believe that I have no chance, if it's going to be kind of close, I'm still picking my team to win. Are we doing that yeah, this season? Top. Are we are we making official picks to be tracked?
0: Oh, well, We can. Well, I just don't know how
1: close a pen, attention I, I need to pay to my
0: picks. Yeah, you know, I feel like we tried picking them last year, but I'm pretty sure I wrote them down on scraps of paper, and some weeks we caught up with them and other weeks we didn't. Unreal. I get
1: but, a Google
0: uh, Doc going. Yeah, I never, never officially had it down, and who knows where that? You know, rest in peace to that scrap of paper. It's probably somewhere <laughs> at a recycling plant right now. You blew your nose in it. Um, but if we're if we're if we're tracking these things, um, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go with Gold Standard side. I think he's got more upside. Can't be too mad <laughs> at you for that. Still kind of but I can't be too mad. (laughs) All right. Uh, Moving on. We'll go my matchup this week. I got to take on the champ. The champ sitting at 0-1, trying to get that first win. Similar situation. Lucky lucky for me, I get to go up my two double matchups. I get the the second and third place teams from last year. So, Uh, wonderful. (laughs) And Godwin's going to be out. Yeah, so that 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 number could definitely be affected. Um, I think by the time things kick off, Jay will probably be a couple point favorite on this one.
1: But big bad Preston Williams might uh, make his way into the lineup.
0: He just may. Yeah, there's not there's not a lot there's a lot of garbage there on my bench. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to be sticking in. So basically, yeah. If we're looking at that, then. I'll be about a four point underdog and
1: I really enjoy the first few weeks of every fantasy season before bye weeks Um, You know, there's like not really too much uh, interpretation in my opinion. Like you just start your studs, see who does the best and that's it. Right. Like you deal with the injuries. There's kind of been a
0: lot of injuries though, in the first couple of weeks. I wonder why. Uh, Maybe they had no preseason games. Yeah. Less tackling in camp.
1: Oh, we saw how Same. that went for uh, Navy football. Oof,
0: man, brutal. Major oof. Yeah, I think uh, I think we'll look at this. It's going to be a close one. I I guess uh, just realized here that uh, Juju did not practice today with something with his knee. So maybe if that you know if he ends up missing it, maybe that kind of cancels out Godwin being out and and I could get a little bit of an advantage. But, yeah, look out.
1: Maybe uh, uh, you know Kendrick Bourne will have to come back in. Mighty Kendrick.
0: Oh, I got his name right. Wow, I just guessed. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, I think think this one's going to be pretty close. Yeah, I'm obviously going to – I think my team will will come through in the end, though.
1: Wow, and a close one.
0: Should I take your
1: team or should I take Jay will <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm really convinced about – The bottom half, bottom part of J. Will's lineup with uh, Ronald Jones, Jared Cook, and Anthony Miller. So I'm actually going to take your team.
0: Oh, well, we'll see. We'll we'll get a pretty good idea once we see what our boy Kareem does tomorrow.
1: You're going to get a a 20 spy out of him, minimum.
0: Uh, I hope so. Well, I don't know. I just kind of realized this, too, looking at my squad. But we'll pretty much know by the end of the 1 o'clock game that my team will be pretty much done. Oh, it's a gift Uh, of a curse. Very, very rare that that happens. So, he I'll have, have to sit too much there. Going after. Uh, I don't know Lamar, Justin Tucker, Jared Cook. A... I don't know. I'll have to build up quite a lead. <laughs> um, going down my list next, we have a matchup between Cake and Steve Johnson. Steve-O. Cake and Steve-O. both looking for their first win of the year. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. I'm looking for
1: Thursdays in that matchup. Got Boyd and Beckham both going. I think Boyd stinks. I think Beckham stinks.
0: Well, it's not Beckham's fault. He stinks. It's his extracurricular activities. Uh, (laughs) No real. (laughs) Um, I I think this one comes down to the the running backs. uh, Seeing what happens with – does Mostert continue to – take the lead there is it his backfield in San Francisco um, does Tariq Cohen get more touches pretty again as most of these matchups in the early part of the season are predicted to be pretty close
1: yeah you're right I'm staring down at uh, these lineups and I'm not quite sure what to make of it um, I think I like cake in this one I think Scotty's gonna have a nice game and I think that uh, he's got the solid running backs there. I mean, not really sure. Like I said earlier, when we were doing week one analysis, that I'm really high on Melvin Gordon. They're going against that awesome Steelers defense. Tariq Cohen, I mean, he's been more of a PPR dream than he's been actual production in his career.
0: Yeah, I think uh... – I, I agree with I think Scotty Miller's projection if Chris Godwin, or even I mean if Mike God if Mike Evans can't go either that'll change you know, Scotty's maybe his projection gonna be at least shoots up like twelve or
1: thirteen by the time Sunday hits.
0: Um, but I, I I go I go into it just in something close like this. I think I like Russell Wilson better than I like Carson Wentz's chances on Sunday. I mean God I just realized that God we have Seattle and New England on Sunday Night Football. How many times are they going to show? of the replay of the end of that Super Bowl, the Malcolm Butler pick. I think they already showed it once, hyping it up at the end of this week's Sunday night game. Gross. Uh, I'm going to go. I think it's going to be close. I think I will take cake in the end as well. Nice. Next up, we got Zach Ringel and Eric Gula. Again, another matchup that Yahoo believes will be settled by about four points.
1: Ringle and Love You PD with a picture of J but it's actually Gula. Oh uh,
0: this one is this one's kind of interesting. I think it's it's gonna be tough to pick Gula's games this year with all those running backs who he's gonna decide to put in. Yeah. David Johnson had a pretty good opening game there with Houston, I thought. I mean he's going against a tough Baltimore team defense but it's going to be one of those we don't know probably what to, what way goal is going to go this one's also kind of tough in the fact that you know Sutton and Galladay are both still questionable apparently Julian Edelman and Crowder are questionable yeah I'm
1: going with Zach I think Gula hit last week but his team's gonna not hit more often than it does even with all those running backs you said it's gonna make for challenging roster decisions even when bye weeks come into play but I just don't know if the rest of the roster is rounded out enough to my liking. Take it from me, second to last
0: place from last season. <laughs> um, God, this one—you know, this one's tough as well. I—I I like everything's telling me that I should just take Zach, but I also look at the fact that I think Matt Ryan is just gonna. Dallas's secondary is pretty brutal this year. And that that's that matchup scares me. Um, is it brutal? I think it. I think it's pretty toast, especially with Van Der Esch going to be out a couple weeks. We're oh just boy. kind of running out of kind of running out of linebackers. So Hayden Hurst is probably going to eat. Um, yeah, it's close. Hayden I think Hurst going recently to go.
1: dropped. Hayden Hurst is going to eat. I, you, you never know.
0: Well, let me make a few clicks here and just. Type in some numbers. Uh I'm gonna go with Zach at the end here. Uh, <laughs> I think too, you know, I with the Michael Thomas news, Emmanuel Sanders uh, becomes like the number one receiver down there. The eleven dollar bell of the ball, OJ Howard. Ooh. Yeah, flex on a tight end. I mean, I guess that could change with uh with availability between Sutton and Galladay, but Yeah. It should be this should again be an interesting game.
1: Yep, I um, I'm still going with Zig, and I like that bench. Not this. I don't like his bench this week, but there's some guys there that are possibly hurt. But um, uh, gonna keep an eye on how that shapes out
0: throughout the season because I think there's
1: some good guys there.
0: All righty, this one we've got the Fresh Prince of Hell Air and the Flying V. The Fresh Prince seven picks in the first round. Fresh Prince 0 and 1 cuz he
1: lost in week 1. Fresh Prince. Who did he lose to? He lost
0: to 1 and 0 up. The- yeah, this one, again it, this part might be one of the you know closer matchups as well. Yeah, dog flip a coin. Yeah, this one should be interesting again. Now I'm seeing that uh, we got a questionable tag on Julio. Of course, they said he was also limited last week before posting nine catches for 157 yards. So, <laughs> yeah, it could he's gonna be he's okay. Gonna
1: be few, he's gonna be questionable all season long because they're just like managing his reps during practice because he's getting old.
0: Yeah, uh, close matchups on this side. You know, I don't, I don't think we talked about it when we talked about, about Murashio's team, but. Uh, what do you think of number one overall pick in the draft, Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Um uh, pretty
1: impressive. I didn't watch the whole game. I watched a little bit of the first half, but I think he's the volume's gonna be there for him. I mean they're they're clearly trying to get in the ball a lot, and he's gonna be good. Their offense is already good. He just got drafted into a six situation, so uh, nothing yeah. to to hate on with that being the first pick.
0: Yeah, no, it's kind of scary seeing that he put up, you know, a twenty-point game in which he had four goal line carries where he didn't get into the end zone, and I think he only caught like two or three passes. I think that's gonna. I think both of those are probably gonna change. Yeah. Um. Watch out for that. Uh, What are you thinking? What are you thinking? prediction wise on this one?
1: Uh, Oh boy, man, it's hard for me to say. (laughs) You know, I, I look at the receivers the top three on each side right now. And I'm not really fond of any of them outside of Leo and he's questionable. Uh, but I think Marasho's got stronger running backs. I think Marasho's team is going to win this one.
0: Yeah. I think it'll be interesting with, you know, if Connor plays or not, Again, I guess you can kind of just toss snow in there, but, uh, uh, Oh man.
1: Yeah, it's a tough one. These uh, first couple
0: weeks are going to be difficult ones
1: to project. Everyone's pretty evenly matched in all the matchups.
0: Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go. I think Marashi is gonna get his first win this week too. I think. uh, Just looking at, I think Fani's gonna be. You know, when 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 is when are we gonna have that monster Will Fuller week? I don't think it's gonna be against Baltimore. The Flying Five, and uh, you know, Josh Jacobs tough matchup against uh, New Orleans. So I think that leans in. I think Miles Sanders is going to play this week. So Uh, I guess one interesting spot will be if Kittle cannot go this week. I don't believe the Fresh Prince of Hilaire is rostering a backup tight end. So Um, he might have to go shopping at the bargain bin. Miles of Wood. but I will officially lock down Marashio as my pick. Giddy up. Nice. And our final matchup of the week, I don't know if Yahoo put it in order of this one, we have a clear favorite according to Yahoo, Karch and Carl.
1: Karch and Carl, perhaps the biggest disparity between uh, two teams in terms of projected points. Dude, I'm taking Carl. His team's Chubb, Taylor, big business right there. A lot of points out of the running backs. I don't care about McCaffrey and Cook.
0: Oh, you just don't care about them? Nope, clowns. Yeah, I think I'm going to take McCaffrey. So good. On this one. I mean, like, how long is it going to
1: be before he just stops being that good? I have no clue.
0: The business. He's he's an interesting guy, and he's like been that standout number one guy you just want like you just wonder and even you know even if he does go down karch i think karch's lineup is pretty much set to he wouldn't really skip that much of a beat as of right now you think just my opinion
1: yeah i don't know i uh i like Gallup on carl's team just not sure about receiver two and three uh i mean cooks i don't know if he's
0: gonna play i gotta click on his name here now and learn about it yeah it'll be it'll be interesting i know people in philly are really excited about Rager, um but you gotta wonder going into that game like which receiver is going to receive the jalen ramsey treatment true
1: oh braylon edwards on the raiders oh brian edwards who's that
0: (laughs) braylon edwards wow what a pull i thought it was a big comeback former browns great the pride of Michigan. Yeah, Brian Edwards, a, a rookie. People, you know, kind of people, kind of, kind of ignore him a little bit because he wasn't the big, you know, the big pick like Rugs, the first rounder. But people are pretty excited for him.
1: Yeah.
0: Dang. Um, so that that brings us to the end of our week two matchups in the business league. NFL style we got you know the big one tomorrow the Battle of Ohio Baker versus Burrow number one how are you feeling if there's any team you want to play in what
1: you would call a get right game, it's the Bengals but by that same token they're probably saying the same thing about us. So I'm just gonna buy a bunch of Keystone lights
0: sit on my couch, and see how it goes. Uh, I'm I'm going Browns in this one. Come on. No, I you know, Burrow looked okay in his first game. I I thought Cleveland looked decent. I think the Cleveland's line is going to start gelling. I really like what I saw out of them, and I think it's. I think Baltimore is a is just. You know, hand, you know, up there with Kansas City top teams in the conference.
1: And Steelers defense, they're going to be tough to beat. It's going to be a tough year for the Browns getting into the playoffs. But one thing I'm keeping my eye on tomorrow leading into the game is if the rookie left tackle, Jedrick Willis, is
0: going to play. Um, is there injury concerns there? or hurt. What? Is there an injury concern there? He left the game. He left the game on Sunday
1: hurt. Um, It was a weird thing. The Browns lost by over 30, and Baker Mayfield said the protection was good. (laughs) So um, we'll see. You know, Brown's going to Brown. We're just going to watch and and see how it goes. But I thought, honestly, like when I was watching the first quarter before my kids started going buck wild, I thought the Browns were doing awesome. The line was looking good. They they were running the ball super well. Uh, I mean, Odell Beckham sucked the whole game. But I'm excited we're playing the Bengals, hopefully one-on-one.
0: Yeah, I think, like I said, I, I like the Browns tomorrow, I think. Well, I don't ho- I think, I hope that Kareem's going to continue to put up a good line. And uh, hopefully Odell gets right.
1: Yeah, dog, that's going to be I, one to watch with Kareem. He had more touches than Chubb in week one, didn't he?
0: He did. I don't know if that's going to be the case, uh, you know, as – I think as the season goes, it's it's one of those things like you know they talk game script. Uh, I think if if they're behind, maybe Kareem gets out there a little more just because they trust him more catching the ball and that's kind of his wheelhouse. But yep. I mean, he was even even before the game got out of hand. I think they were both pretty much getting touches. Obviously, the Browns just gave Kareem an extension, so they don't want to get rid of him. That's right. Um, so we'll see. I think you know I think. We're going to be looking at a a one-on-one Browns team come tomorrow, late tomorrow night. What are you thinking about the Cowboys of Dallas? Well, we got our home game against the Falcons. Uh, Apparently, there will be some fans in attendance, so that's nice for them. Really? Um, Yep. Texas is allowing, uh, I think, 25% capacity, so Mm. they're one of the – one of the – you, I think there's about six games this season that they said there will be fans uh, this week, Cleveland actually being another one of them.
1: But no tailgating
0: allowed. No tailgating. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, on the uh, quick side note, I saw that someone from like, I don't know if it's Buffalo's state representative or city council, sent out like a strongly worded letter to Bill's Mafia telling them not to head down to Miami for the game. <laughs> they said Miami's a hot spot, and even though they're going to have fans welcome. And like, I guess they might have some tailgating. I don't know if they're going to have tailgating or it's basically saying like, please, Bills fans, don't go down there and bring anything back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going I, the, the Dallas game, I, who knows? Sunday night was Sunday night, they got so outplayed and yet they ended up, as they usually seem to do, losing on like a questionable call. Yeah. I I can't get too mad about it. I, I, it happens to them a lot. So it's, it's never easy. And I've, as I've told some of my colleagues at work this week, uh, I've gone from, you you know, I used to love that the Cowboys were on like all these Sunday night games because it guaranteed that I could watch the game and I didn't have to figure it out being stuck here in football team territory. Uh, I kind of hate them now because if they end up losing like they do on Sunday, it just puts me in a bad mood. And then, like, I don't feel like like, I can't get to sleep and (laughs) just bugs me. So I'd rather them, like, play earlier in the day. And if something like that's going to happen, at least, like, I I can get over it and and sleep in peace. Uh, Hopefully they turn it around. I think Atlanta, I think think it's going to be a shootout. I think if you're taking, if you're looking at bets, I I would think maybe the over is going to be a good shot on that one. Uh, With Van Der Esch being out for a couple weeks now and Dallas seemingly not bringing anyone in to help out in the secondary. Uh, I think both think both teams are going to score a lot. Hopefully Dallas comes out on top. Uh, definitely don't want them going off to an 0-2 start, especially with having to head to Seattle the following week.
1: Yeah, I hear you. I'm uh, kind of excited myself that the Browns are on tomorrow night so I can kick back and enjoy Sunday the best I can.
0: Absolutely. Hit up that red zone. Plus, the kids will be in bed, so maybe you won't have the, the, the raining tear. terror. <laughs> And uh, we don't have we don't have a college, we don't have any college football games to look forward to. But God, the good news today, come about a month and a week from now, we'll have Penn State football back.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's uh, an interesting football season to be following.
0: Everybody, oh, for sure. there's
1: staggered starts now. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. I did. I'm, I I'm did excited, think... but I'm
0: cautiously optimistic. I think the one thing that's kind of cool that's you know, it's a, obviously it's a unique season, but um, they didn't put out the big Ten schedule yet, but they did announce that on championship week, you know, they'll have the big Ten title game where the top of each division plays for the big Ten title. but the rest of the teams will play the team that finishes in the same spot. So the second place teams in the divisions will play. the third place teams will play on onward down to the seventh place teams. Oh nice. Now, I don't know who's going to be excited about watching that seventh place game, like, you know, who Rutgers is going to play from whatever's going to be the worst team in the West. But
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: kind of cool. I think just to, to give everyone a ninth game that they're going to do that. So,
1: yeah,
0: uh, that should be pretty neat if we get to there.
1: Thanks.
0: But yeah, I think that about brings us to the end of the podcast this week. Uh, good luck to everyone. You know, go Browns, go Cowboys.
1: Yeah, good luck um, to everybody
0: except Gold Standard and Red Solo Cup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, God, looking at it, just it looks like we a couple of decent games again to look at outside of the of our teams. I think the Baltimore Houston game and should be pretty good, and that New England Seattle game next week at night should be pretty solid as well. Anything else stick out on the schedule to you? Uh, nothing in particular.
1: I mean I'm not really looking too uh, too far ahead to Sunday. I'm just I just want to uh, focus on the Browns game tomorrow night and then once we get through there I'll take an assessment of the fantasy landscape and see what the the league has to bring me for the weekend.
0: Sounds good. Well, thank you, John. Thank you, Kamish. We'll talk to you later, Business League. Peace.